so much for choosing this podcast today. You are in the right space. Here at We Soul Genesis, it's about remaining active to the Almighty's calling within our sphere of influence, using the beautiful gifts He's already made present with us. I just want to take a brief moment to thank all of our listeners that support us on the podcast. If you don't know already, you can subscribe to this podcast. And um, through our listener support, we've been able to almost raise $500 within the last three months. What we do with this money is that we support um, orphans in Doma and Hinkro in Ghana with basic necessities such as school supplies, their daily feeding, and everything of that sort. If you're interested, you can always send me a message on the We Still Genesis podcast on the Anchor app, or you can leave a review or leave comments so that I can tell you more about becoming a virtual parent to these orphans. Now, many times the difference upbringing, culture, and experiences that can blind us from actually realizing the truths and our actual gifts. Every now and then, we bring people who identify as reflecting Christ within their sphere of influence. And on our mental health segment today, we have a gentleman joining us. He's an author of Breaking Up with Mary Jane and a brain behind Ghana's first non-alcoholic bar. John, you're welcome to We Still Genesis. Thank you so much, Adia, for having me. It's a pleasure. Awesome. So I am really amazed at everything that you're doing, and I just wanted to give um, our listeners here a chance to get to know you better. Um, I think going back to the quote of one of the reasons why I extended this invitation for you to join me um, was that like, you know, you're very transparent with a lot of things that you have gone through and you're very transparent with your testimonies and everything like that. So let's just ask you, who is John? Okay, well, um, John is a 27 year old young man who is living every day purposefully in trying to become the best version of himself. So I'm currently working as an entrepreneur. I have two companies that I founded a couple of years back, um, J2 Global Solutions. It's a branding and marketing firm. And then I have Mandago Honey, which is basically a food processing company. We process and sell natural honey sourced from my hometown in the northern region and of course i'm setting up a new business which i believe we'll go into later but again i'm an author like you mentioned so i have a book titled breaking up with mary jane which i which i launched in 2019 so breaking up with mary jane is basically a self-help book detailing my own experiences with marijuana but I chose to write about it like it was a lady. And so I referred <laughs> to Marijuana as Mary Jane. Right. So, yeah, that's basically what the book is about. And that's um, interesting, actually. Um, and I actually did grab my copy. I have started reading it. I, I was able to finish one page. I'm yet to finish it, but it's it's really captivating. I do see that you you list two very important people in your life or should i say that inspire you one of whom is mensa utabil and the other is um 
quite forget his name. Um, he passed away. Miles Monroe. Miles Monroe, right. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Okay, so, you know, I, I grew up in a Christian home. My dad is actually a pastor. So um, definitely I was exposed to people like Dr. Mansell Tavaro and Dr. Miles Monroe. But I didn't really pay any attention to them. My dad had several books from Dr. Miles Monroe and he listened to um, Dr. Mansell Tavaro occasionally. But I didn't pay attention to them because I, I didn't really understand what Christianity was all about. I was just you know, born into a Christian family and so I had to go to church because it was an obligation and all that. So um, fast forward to 2018, you know, I was deep in addiction to marijuana, um, alcoholism, fornication, and all those ill vices. And one evening, I was um, I was watching I was watching YouTube. I was actually watching music videos on YouTube. And then I came across a sermon by Dr. Mensah The title was "Stepping Out from Your Prison." Mm. So this title actually grabbed my attention instantly because at that point my life was like I was in a prison you know, I had all the flashy things I was living the flashy lifestyle but there was a deep emptiness within me so looking at that title I was very intrigued so I decided to listen to him and once I listened to him he gave me a whole new perception of life you know he made me understand the importance of you know taking bold initiatives to to sort of you know become a better version of yourself because God wasn't going to do everything for you. Even if you prayed to God to help you in a situation, you still needed to step out yourself, you know. And right. so I, 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 that's when I actually started listening to him in 2018, and then of course I started listening to Miles Moore as well. And these two people, I can say, really helped in my transformation. Right. And I really thank God for that. Actually, that was one of the reasons that really drew me to you um, on social media because I just love what you're doing with your testimony. And um, and, and I really appreciate you coming on here on our mental health segment. I titled it that because a lot of people are going through a lot of things that they are unable to talk about. And um, I'm just really grateful that in your case, you know, just with your own personal testimony, listening to the word of God, like for someone to share their um, piece of advice and you taking that wisdom and using it to transform your your life is, I guess, what we're looking out to do so that more people come to the body of Christ. So I really commend you on that. Um, let's talk a little bit about the first ever non-alcoholic bar. Um, clearly, you've given us a history and I can see where this is going. But what do you think and what do you think people people think so far of this? Well, uh, the first ever non-alcoholic bar in Ghana, it's amazing. I mean, the feedback since I posted it on social media has been overwhelming. People can't wait for it. You know, most of the things I get always think, finally a place for me, finally a place I can hang out, finally a place for me and my friends. Right. So I believe it's something that people people even didn't realize it was a problem or it was something they needed. But now that yeah. I put it out there, then, you know, they begin to realize, oh, okay, this is something that we actually needed. And um, basically when I was doing it, it's something I was actually doing for myself because, you know, 
I believe God built me for, built me for this. I like I said in the post I, I put out there, I was a party animal. I was actually working with someone who owned a nightclub right here in Accra. Mm. And so that was what my life was about. I was I was going to the club every every week from Wednesdays to Sundays. You find me in the club or in a bar. And so you know, after I gave my life to Christ and I quit drinking, quit smoking, and quit all of that, I still had the urge to you know sometimes go out, just hang out with friends, you know, right, just be out there. And I couldn't do that often because when I go to these secular places, you know, the temptation is there. People look at you somehow, you know, and so. God, I believe this is something God inspired. God breathed it on this. God gave me an idea to to put this place together because there are several people out there like me who still want to go out at night, you know, just just have a drink, talk to some friends, but they don't want to partake in alcohol. And you can't you can't really you can't really stick to those values if you go to um, the regular bars we have. Even though those places serve you know some non-alcoholic drinks, but it's very difficult speak to that just because of how the environment is set up to be you know right and you're definitely right about that um we are actually all human and we do have that aspect of us that wants to get out there and socialize in fact from my research in many other um you know religions or religious views um it is known um that you know if we can prevent ourselves if we can prevent ourselves from being contaminated with some of these influences such as like alcohol or drug use it actually boosts our conscience for us to be able to utilize it properly so for me with this space that you're creating and backed by your testimony i think that you're promoting like a space for sobriety and um it's it's an amazing thing Um, i'm really excited about this so let's move on um, to how the planning is coming along for this bar. Um, I know that you're trying to set it up in December. Is there any particular reason why? Okay, so, you know, I first had the idea of the bar in 2019 and started working on it back then. But um, so initially I wanted to open it in April, which is my birthday month, April 2020. Mm-hmm. But of course, COVID came, then disrupted everything. So I wasn't able to pull it off. And, you know, I almost I almost actually forgot about the, the whole idea. Until this year, um, somewhere around August, I think, I was, I was actually, um, I was going to Greater Works with my younger sister. And she had, just, she had just completed the university. So she was discussing with me that, you know, after the last paper, she wants to go out there with her friends just to hang out. But it's very difficult finding a place because the only places that you can go out at night are the nightclubs and, you know, regular And so that's when the idea, you know, sort of popped up again. I was like, nah, I really have to do this thing because this is my, my, my younger sister right here complaining about finding a place to go out at night after her you know final exams at the university so again i went back into my booth you know picked up all the documents prior in 2019 then i started working at it again and now in august i realized the best time to open will be in december because you know december is december in ghana is very you know very active a lot of people are coming down from abroad to party and all of that so i feel like december will be the best time to launch the place 
you know, to get the much needed traction and to also offer the alternative mm-hmm. people who are looking to go out and then don't have places to go interesting we wish you all the best and i know it's going to go really well i'm actually a big fan um let's now shift closer to breaking up with mary jane i want to know more about this relationship how is that going well breaking up with mary jane mary jane is one stop only but um uh, mm-hmm. I've, I've i've successfully said bye bye to her for over three years now and um I take it a day at a time, you know. So when when I'm going to quit smoking, I didn't think about the next three years or even the next year or the next six months. I just thought about tomorrow, and I think that's the most important thing um, to note if you're if you're trying to deal with addiction or trying to break out from your addiction. When you think about a bigger picture, like one year, two years, it can get overwhelming and you can feel like it's impossible. So you just need to think about conquering the day and going to get one day at a time before you realize it's, it's three years just like I've, I've done so yeah it's been three years now since i said bye to my region and my life has seen much 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 improvement everything about my life has improved my my relationship with my family my finances my focus my ambitions like everything about my life has just improved so well and i'm thankful for god what is doing in my life that's really amazing and that's beautiful um definitely it does take discipline and for me as well um i just try to take my daily workouts day by day so you definitely have a point there um and i know that with god's strength you can do anything everything is possible so i have experienced turning points in my life and i relate to you a lot on this level as well can you share memories of the day you fell flat on your face when you made that decision to just like tie everything into your faith and trust in god yeah so um it wasn't too dramatic because i think it was a process so i i started listening to miss autabill in march 2018 like I mentioned, and then um, I kept on listening to him from March. Then um, Miles Moro joined around April, so I kept listening to the both of them, you know, back and forth from March till about September. And so by September, I was I was well equipped, I believe. You know, they they really inspired me and gave me so much food for thought. So when the moment came that I realized, you know, I had to I had to make these changes to to improve my life, it wasn't it wasn't difficult at all. I remember I was actually in my room smoking my very last joint, <laughs> and uh, something just dawned on me: like you can't do this anymore. You know this is not helpful. You know this is not going to take you anywhere. You need right. to stop immediately. So I I went to the washroom, threw the joint into my toilet, flattened it. And then that was that was just and that same day I, you know i had some i had some liquor in my room i had some hennessy syrup and all those i just took them out threw them away and then you know threw out all my wristlets my lighters everything that had to do with smoking mm-hmm. um drinking condoms i just threw everything out just just like that and never looked back again but it's it's the power of God because right. um, when I was still in school, when I was smoking, when I was still in school, I got to a point where I realized it wasn't 
it wasn't helping me because I failed four courses in a semester just like that F F F F and I realized this wasn't me because by God's grace I'm, I'm brilliant so failing four courses in a semester was was not was unlike me you know so I, I realized it was because of the smoking habit I tried to stop smoking but because I didn't have God in the picture I was playing good by myself I only stopped for a couple of days maximum a week and then I, I found myself back into the habit. But this time around, when you know I gave my life to Christ and allowed God to take control, it was very easy. It was just done within a minute and then it was over. I'm actually very happy that you mentioned that, you know, you couldn't do it on your own because I know that a lot of things in the world, you know, because the same things, of course, that Christians do, and that's why I've titled this the mental health segment. You can do that outside too. Like, you know, people are telling you to meditate more and, you know, you can you can do it on your own. But sometimes you realize that when you don't have anything that you're anchored in, it's really difficult. So I'm really appreciative of your ministry. I, I just I see it as a ministry um, because it really reflects a lot of things about Christ, you know, like still trying to give people a chance hanging around um you know with 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 your new bar still giving people a chance to socialize it's not like hey you can't do this or you can't do that but it gives that mirror where it's like we're human you know and we need to do the right thing but we also need to have something that's bigger than us to be anchored so john i really really appreciate what you're doing i wish you all the best um how do we find you like is there anything that you'd like to give any type of advice you'd like to give anyone going through any type of mental health trouble or addiction tonight well um i think what they should know is they are not alone you know you're never alone whatever you're going through someone else is going through it someone else has been through it and someone else is going to go through it so you shouldn't let it bring you down I mean, it's of course it's it's, diff- it's a difficult moment and go through all the traumas and everything. But you need to keep your head up and believe that there is there is a better day. There is hope, and definitely, definitely, definitely draw closer to God because He's the only one that can make things better. I, I was smoking for six years. A lot of people um, quitting quitting marijuana or quitting addictions have to be checked into a rehab or have to be put on drugs and all that. I didn't have to do any of those. I didn't have to take any drugs. I didn't have to go to any rehab. But, you know, God still did it for me. So I believe anybody that is going through any sort of mental health problems, you know, just, just try as much as possible to draw closer to God. And he's going to he's gonna make he's going to make a way for you. That was definitely amazingly put together. And there's this quote by my favorite, one of my favorite preachers. He says, um, that's Ben Stewart. He says, the greatest fighters are those who know that they are fought for. And John, you definitely know that you are fought for. Thank you so much for joining us. Every information listeners would about John and his non-alcoholic bar in Ghana, including his book, Everything would be put in this podcast. If you'd like to interact with him, you can follow him on Instagram or or all his social media handles will be also placed in this episode. I thank you so much and we hope to catch up soon on how everything is going after December. Thank you so much, Adia, for having me. I enjoyed my time.